0: Welcome to Chat Potatoes. You're listening to Danny Asante, Pia, and Taylor Nasta. We're two chatty friends sharing our thoughts on topics and trends. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Chat Potatoes. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. Uh, today is just me, Taylor Nasta. I'm recording from the Sunshine State. Is that what they call it here? Yeah, Florida. I'm in Florida. I think it's the Sunshine State. Um, yes, actually my, my immediate family pretty much moved here and they decided that we're going to do every holiday here. So I now come here and it puts a little kink in me and Danny's recording schedule. Um, so I'm going to make a mini episode today and I really wanted to do it. I've been trying to do this one for a while, but I hadn't sifted through my notes on it. I finally have it. We are going to talk about documentaries I kind of go through phases of watching a ton of documentaries all at once, and then I'll take like a year off, and then I'll watch like 10 in another year. Um, in college, I used to write out like really funny little descriptions of all my favorite documentaries, and then I made it, I put it in my notes and shared it with a bunch of people who always were like, oh, do you have a good one to recommend. Um, today, I'm going to share with you my top five that I always, always recommend. I'm going to give you brief descriptions. I'm not going to give anything away because I literally detest spoilers. But I'm going to fluff them up enough to make you want to go and watch them because I swear they're really good. I'm not wasting your time. I love these documentaries. I'm actually going to start not waste any time and start with my first one. And if you know me, I have probably already recommended it to you. But it's Dear Zachary. And if you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Um, it's no longer on Netflix, but it is on YouTube, strangely enough. I want to read you what I wrote about the documentary. Keep in mind these reviews that I wrote down in my notes app. They are very, they're like the most unprofessional and I didn't want to give anything away. I will give more description, but this is what I wrote in my notes app. Dear Zachary Dash, do you want to fuck up all you hold near and dear to yourself? Cause this will do the trick. That's it. That's the full description I wrote. I honestly still believe those words I wrote. This is the number one documentary I always recommend. I do preface it by saying like, it's really, yes, it's a heartwarming tale, but it is just like gut wrenchingly sad. There are moments, but it's also complemented by like, okay, like the end of it, you're not going to be so shook. You're going to feel a little better about the situation, but it is just get ready to cry. I don't, if you don't cry at this, I think you should be a little worried. To start with the description, uh, the guy who filmed, produced, edited, did the whole thing was a guy named Kurt. I do not know his last name. Um, So he's been making films his whole life, whether it be amateur with his friends, whatever. And he tells us right away that he's making a film about his best friend, Andrew. Now, Andrew was tragically murdered, and it goes into that pretty in-depth. And uh, Kurt goes around and he interviews all of his friends, all of his relatives. Some of them live in London. He travels to see them. He, he interviews at one point, um, Andrew went to medical school and moved across the country. So he interviews all of his medical school friends and so forth. And again, that wasn't actually a big spoiler that he gets murdered. You're going to find that out in like the first two minutes. Um, he then finds out about a fourth of the way. And this is the tw- this is not a twist. This is just like what's going to hopefully grab you to go watch this. He finds out that Andrew, um, his ex-girlfriend is pregnant and now Andrew is going to have a son. So Kurt thinks, oh my God, this is so incredible. I now have an even greater purpose um, for making this documentary because I was originally just doing it to show the world how amazing of a person Andrew was. But now I get to make this video, this documentary style film for his son so that his, his son will always know what an incredib- incredible spirit he had, like how amazing of a person he was and how like deeply, deeply missed he is. And again, like the underlying tone of this is sad because it really is to memorialize his best friend however this fucking documentary i'm laughing because i'm it's honestly astonishing where it goes there are so many twists and turns it is so it gets so dark but what i love about it the most is that it also brings out like there's horror but there's also a lot of good in this documentary and it's not like a true crime horror type of thing film it's more like personal tragedy I mean, it's also filmed really, really well. There's stylistic tricks. I just absolutely love. Anyone I know who has seen it has seen it like by word of mouth because it gets right. I feel like that's how you find some of the best shit out there. If someone tells you like this is this is really good, you should just go watch it. If they go out of your way to be like, go watch Dear Zachary, like I'm doing, please go watch it. It is on YouTube. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else else I can say. God, are there, are there. I wish I could wipe my memory out and rewatch this documentary. And I swear this is the number one one I recommend, so I just started off really strong. Um, But I think it's also a documentary that made me fall in love with documentaries. I had seen Al Gore's one about climate change. I had seen Blackfish, just like kind of the popular ones, and I liked them, but they never really moved me. This one, holy hell. Dear Zachary on YouTube, if you go and watch it, please let me know what you think, because oh, amazing, 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 amazing. Okay, so documentary number two, Jonestown. Not sure exactly where you can find it. Let me preface it by that. I did see it on Netflix. I'm not even sure if it's still there. Uh, So Jonestown, what I wrote for it is that it takes a closer look at the Jonestown tragedy. We see the people involved. We find out about the victims, the families affected. Everything about this tragedy was so nuts. But let me preface by saying I didn't know a lot about Jonestown. I knew that there was a tragedy And that's kind of it. I actually just saw House of Gucci. And again, it was like another thing. I just really don't like spoilers and I avoid them. And I'd love to go into something with no knowledge or really, really base knowledge. Like I knew a lot of bad shit happened there in Jonestown and prior and to how it happened. No, I guess I didn't even know that. Um, But I didn't want to spoil it. And I think that's why it kind of popped for me. It follows the people's temple. It's led by Jim Jones. um, And it talks about how he leads church members to Guyana. And that's where tragedy occurs. Um, I think why I really liked it. It's I mean, you see a lot of never seen never before seen footage. And it's done really well. I feel like I learned a lot. I could talk about the subject if I needed to now. Not that I mean, when is this fucking coming up? But you never know. The Jonestown Massacre was one of those events in history where you're kind of like, how the hell did this happen? How did things get so bad and led to like the tragedy? And this documentary kind of answers every single question you have about Jonestown. I really enjoyed it. I felt super informed. And overall, it's super well-made. So definitely go check out Jonestown. Next up we have sour grapes. Uh, I really like this one. I mean I like them all but this one is not a deep dive into like a tragedy in a family or something really dark. It's very light. It's fun. It's definitely informative. I felt like I learned about the wine industry a lot more and it is super easy to digest. No pun intended. Uh, So my description was sour grapes. It's the perfect balance of entertainment and information. Learn about the wine industry and business and how one person scammed it all. Uh, The documentary is about fine wine, rare wines, um, the auction market, and it's mainly centered around one guy who kind of ruled the roost in the wine auction industry. I don't know why that was hard to get out Um, and how he made counterfeits. It talks about how he befriended all these rich and powerful people and he sold counterfeit wines through auction houses and how he kind of got away with it. It is so interesting. Interesting. I'm worried I'm not doing it justice. It is so good. And we've seen documentaries that are like, how do people scam uh, the art industry? It's just that version, but with wine. I loved all the characters and I loved learning about the guy who counterfeited them. And there's no like twist turns, anything like that. It's just good, clean fun, like good, clean information. Sour Grapes, it's available on IMDb TV. If you just look up Sour Grapes documentary, that probably pops up and it is free. So enjoy. Next up, we have, oof, The Imposter. It was available on Netflix. I think it might still be. I hope it is. So it's like easy access for everybody. (sighs) I can't give away a lot. So here's my description. Where is it? Oh, here we go. It is pretty fucked up. And you'll think about it for a day or two and be like, so what the fuck? So it starts off in Spain. And uh, the police come across this young boy who's in pretty bad shape. And they're like, what's going on? How are you? How How did you get here? And he tells them that, Uh, He actually grew up in Texas, and he believes to be kidnapped, and he wants to be returned home. And his story is really, really wild. Like, he's now found in the south of Spain, and he was allegedly kidnapped in Texas three years ago. Uh, They run his background. Nothing really pops up. Um, They talk to the family in Texas. And they're like, we want to see him, all this stuff. Let's let's see if this is really our son that's been missing. They finally get to see him and they're like, holy shit, this is our son. I actually don't really remember this na- his name. I've seen this documentary twice and it kind of, t- like, it's so whoa that I don't know if I'm going to see it anytime soon. However, um, when he comes back, there's a lot changed with the kid. There's something off. They start to not be even sure if it is him and it, the story gets really warped. Um, that's kind of all I can tell you about it. I definitely think about it. Not in a scary way. There's no jump scares. It's just chilling. And if you're into that shit, you will love this. It's called The Imposter. I hope you can find it on Netflix. Again, let me know what you think of it. Okay. And now my last one, I actually blew through these a lot quicker. There's going to be a short episode, guys. Um, searching for Sugar Man. It was also available on Netflix. If it's not, that's fucking sucks, but also go find it. This is if I don't recommend Dear Zachary, this is the second one I absolutely always recommend. Like if it's someone who I just know can't handle the the emotions of Dear Zachary, Searching for Sugar Man is just where it is at. Here's my description. Searching for Sugar Man. It is an insane story about an artist who never made it he ended and and then I wrote really cool story that doesn't I like hate myself for that one that doesn't do it justice um it starts off with these two guys in South Africa and they're talking about how back in the day they really loved this artist and his name was Rodriguez now back then music was copyrighted a lot and they think that his cd just came into a random store and this is how people started to listen to it and then it was just pirated over and over and over again and throughout the years and then and it was just really one cd but or maybe it was two. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but they talk about how they had always heard. we They had never seen him interviewed. Uh, he'd never performed in South Africa. And there was always these stories about how he had died at a young age and all these things. So they're like, how the fuck does nobody know who Rodriguez is? His music is incredible. I want to learn more about him. It was in the 70s. Um, and they want to learn more about this mysterious like 1970s rock and roller. And boy, do they. They go on a hunt for this guy. He is so hard to find. They go and search for him high and low, and they want to find out even if he really is dead. Like, they don't know. The story is so good. Like, this is just a story that if it happened to you, like, you, it's a story you tell people about. And it's so once in a million as well. Oh, there's just so much I love about it, and I can't give away a lot. But it just makes me feel so good. So searching for Sugar Man, I hope it's on Netflix. I also wrote down uh, Mommy, Dead and Dearest. It used to be, it was actually started on HBO and then I know Patricia Arquette and Joey King um, made like, a, not a remake, but like they starred in a, in a movie also called Mommy, Dead and Dearest. However, the documentary, if you want to know like the grit of this story and it's it was really popular for a while. So that's why I didn't really put it in my top five because I just think everyone's seen it. If you haven't, It is a little chilling and the story, it kind of makes you question, like right from wrong. It's also so well made and it's not scary, it's just twisted. So if you haven't seen, if you live under a rock and haven't seen Mommy Dead and Dearest, another amazingly made documentary. And if you guys have seen any documentaries that were on my list and you really love them as well, and you have recommendations for me, please go out of your way and DM me them at Nasta. I, I need to like get back into the swing of thing of watching good documentaries. I used to watch like the Oscar nominated ones and whatnot. Um, last year, I kind of didn't though. I've seen all the big ones as well, like How to Die in Oregon, The Woman That Wasn't There, Capturing the Freedmans. Like, I think I've watched the top 15 to 20. Oh, The Queen of Versailles. That one is freaking good. It's about a mega rich family that goes through a recession and you kind of don't don't want to feel bad for the wife, but you kind of do. Um, It's kind of, it's relatable in a not way. (laughs) That's like the only way I can explain it. Very light, not heavy. Sound and Fury is about a deaf community. That should really be in my top five as well. You'll learn about the deaf community, their stance on cochlear implants. And I will say like that might not be intriguing. I didn't think it was going to be something I would be into or be interested in. No, dead wrong. It was really freaking good. Very interesting. I will say if you're just looking for other ones, ones that didn't thrill me, Hot Girls Wanted. It's kind of about the porn industry. It's I I didn't I don't think I actually gained any information. And what I did learn, I don't I didn't need to know. Like no shame in in the porn industry. It just like, I don't know. I didn't didn't love it. Same with Supersize Me. It was huge. I know Man on Wire so freaking long. It was literally Man on Wire is about a tightrope walker and how he goes across um uh, did he walk across the Trade Center? I think he did. Um, and it could have been 10 minutes. Loose change. This is a controversial one. It is about uh it's a big conspiracy one, 9-11 and so forth. It is about our government and it has been picked apart a lot. The New York Times wrote articles about how it's completely incorrect. It it was jarring when I first saw it because I it really made me believe about in a lot of these conspiracies. However, I'm not sure that there's a lot of truth to it. So that's the only reason I didn't put it in my top five. Like, I don't know how much is real. I do love the, um, what's her name? Marina Abr- Abramovic? Abramovic, by Marina Abramovic. She has a documentary on Netflix. It's called The Artist is Present. You have to kind of really be an artsy-ish person. She does really out there performative pieces. She's been at the MoMA, if you know anything about her. Um, her story is so interesting and how she makes, creates, performs her art. Whoa. But you do already have to like, kind of love that type of art. I know another one that's on like the top 20 of best documentaries of all time is 13th. Um, I will say this is informative more than anything. I enjoyed it. It explains like the growing prison population problem, how it began, how it's going to continue to grow in the future. And it's just, it's very compelling, but it is not gripping. It's not like an experience. If you're looking to be entertained, like don't watch this. However, if you want to learn more about this, what's going on in our country, they do such a good job. I also can't believe I forgot to mention this one. This one is specifically for the president of our fan club. She would recommend this as her number one. And if you know Selena, she probably has already made you watch it. It is called Mortified Nation. It is still available on Netflix. I recently watched it. Um, It's basically people go on stage and they read about like they read their hilarious childhood diaries, usually like teenage, middle school um, age. It's a really light watch. It's a quick, good laugh. And the stories are out there. So if you're looking for like a quick, funny one, go watch Mortified Nation. And so my mega list goes on, Undefeated, The Thin Blue Line. I've watched documentaries specifically on people like Robin Williams. Although the PBS one, I honestly, I love Robin Williams. And I should have been obsessed with this documentary. And I wasn't. So that's all I'll say about it um what else is there there's one on Helvetica the font it's super interesting if like you're someone in marketing graphic design Helvetica the documentary wow the Amanda Knox one on Netflix if you want to know more about this story this takes a closer look at the trial um it's really honest and all the key players are involved they interviewed everybody I don't know how but they did it and they did a really good job um I am evidence I saw this one live and I got to see like be in the same theater of Mariska Haggerty who produced it um several cities in the U.S. have been in a massive backlog for rape kits it's honestly shocking you learn more about repercussions and the, of the backlogs and you hear personal personal accounts Jesus sorry it's late here oh sorry okay so yeah this documentary um I am evidence it's definitely the framework of like what documentary should be You'll be informed about something you don't know a lot about and it makes you want to take action. So very well done, uh Mariska Haggerty, I Am Evidence. Go watch it. I don't know where. <laughs> and now my last honorable mention is the Oscar winning film Icarus. Keep in mind this is one you have to kind of really hunker down to. It's long. However, it is so well made that it deserves all the accolades it got. Um, we start with an American cyclist who wants to learn more about the doping scandal involved in cycling. And he decides he's actually going to start doping, like literally doping himself up to see if he can get away with it. How it, how sorry, how it improves his performance as an athlete. And he meets this Russian scientist, literally a mad Russian scientist. And boy, does shit get crazy. This guy knows so much about doping and he uncovers a lot of secrets and he becomes a huge whistleblower and quite literally one of the most Wanted Men in Russia, which is scary. It is long, but it's available on Netflix. If you're interested in sports or anything related to this subject, I would go and watch. Very informative. Actually, this should be the last honorary mention. Um, exit through the gift shop. If you haven't seen this, it's about Banksy, but actually, it's really not. It kind of the whole documentary turns again one that like you think it's going to be about one thing and it's not, but it turns on the cameraman. The cameraman. And it is bizarre, but so interesting. And it really made me have a new appreciation for street art. That's all I'll say. So, yeah, that is the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope I've convinced you to watch at least one documentary, especially in the top five. I'm also hoping that Danny and I are together on air next week. So, we will see you then. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.